We want you to become an honorary gosling. Join us. You'll get exclusive access to conversations and content that would otherwise get us banned from social media. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and selective writings. And check this out. You'll get to participate in our live monthly Discord chat and more if you join our exclusive Patreon following that we like to call The After Party. It only costs $5 a month, which is basically a cup of coffee, and it helps us make the show better. We love you guys and can't wait to see you there. Become an honorary Goslings at patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. Now, if you go on YouTube, you can put in uh, sound and geometric shapes. Mm -hmm. These are geometric shapes that they saw under microscope after saying words. Really? They would put, they would put salt, sand, crystals and speak words and Whoa. these would these these things would form and it, you, you wow. recognize that guy right over there that's tesla uh, uh-huh. nikola tesla nikki tesla and you know what you know what quote they got over there you know oh actually this this wasn't the one about 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 vibration this says if you only knew the magnificence of the 3 6 and 9 then you would have the key to the universe your youtube feed is crap Stop wasting your time watching bot-boosted shills and self-appointed gurus cloying for your attention. Instead, join the Goslings interview, live stream, and podcast. The Goslings, a dark-lit digital speakeasy of free thinkers. A super chat of radical truth-seeking wizards who eat trolls for second breakfast. Topics that'll make your mama's hair stand on end. Ideas that'll make your pastor's knees knock. Guests that will illuminate the hidden chambers of your mind. And interviews that strike down the darkness. Welcome to the Goslings. <laughs> the, the time, time is now. now. Yeah, some I, I used to play this game uh, back before we came up with the intermission, where I would just like when we get to the end of the live stream because Nick, I love Nick. Nick's like kind of my best friend, but he's also still my brother, so I like to mess with him. I have him. a prostate the size of a grapefruit, I think. And I would like I would tell that he would start to get a little itchy. His leg would start bouncing, yeah. and he wants to leave. So I would just like see how long I <laughs> drag it out, <laughs> drag it out, <laughs> just to mess with him a little bit. You know, I only did it a few times, but still. Yeah. Can you give me all the examples of A and the 13 ancient languages <laughs> in the antediluvian era? Let's go over all the Traveler's League books oh, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Can, can we go? All of them can we go over the, all the names of the two hundred watchers and their name <laughs> and their meanings? Yeah, and all of their meanings. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, maybe the maybe the blessing that you get as an artist is just being at peace with God. You know. You know the um the thing. So the the point I was gonna tie into is still recording, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Going. So the um that song. I don't know. I, I know it's gonna reach people like me, people like you, the the creators, the artists. You know, um, I don't want to give away the hook because it's good, but it's um it's so poignant, man. Um. And I said, I said to myself, I said, wouldn't it be funny if this would be the song that actually like, you know, that actually that I was recognized for, you know, and that's a song that people like, oh, man, you got to sing that song, you know, right. for the rest yeah. of my life. Um, and because it, it would be a constant reminder of why it is we're supposed to do what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But hopefully when I write it, we'll come back and we'll, and we'll talk about it. But uh, it's 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things that it'll, it'll it'll make you weepy because I guarantee you it's gonna hit it's gonna hit the core of why you do what you do and why it's so hard to just just do it for God and why it's so easy to be pulled away. I love it. Yeah, cool. I, lo- not, I love not, it. not something that we sing in church all the time. I tell you that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's okay. I love a good cry every now and then, a good manly cathartic cry. You know. Um, I want to, so we want to ask about yeah. the CERN ceremony, but before we do, I, I want to do the, this one. Oh yeah. We want we don't, yeah, let's do that one next. We want to prioritize so, this question. You mentioned that, uh, you, uh, knew someone had a brother at a, a church you used to go to, uh, that had, uh, some, it was coming under some strange oppression. Yeah. So he called me up and this was just a couple of weeks ago. And it was funny cause I, I texted you like the next day and I was like, bro, you're never going <laughs> to, I said, you're never going to believe what, uh, what a brother of mine just, just hit me up about. And, um, yeah, it was his, um, his mother and a friend, like they have adjacent properties out there in the middle of nowhere in South Carolina. And, um, yeah, she was hearing like some tapping on the, on the window in the middle of the night. And, uh, there was a, another family member that had, uh, seen a Bigfoot, somewhere on there and they have like acres you know like 20 58 i mean like a vast property and he was out there and he felt like he was being watched saw some kind of big figure panicked freaked out can't went back to where it was uh measured the foot i i I can't remember if i told you in the text let me go Mm -hmm. back through our our Mm -hmm. text feed to see if i actually told you the the measurements no you didn't you didn't i didn't you just said that he and his family were experiencing some weird stuff yeah, and it was funny because when he told me the measurements, I actually went and looked and compared it to Shaq's uh, foot size and inches, and it was about five to six inches larger than Shaq's foot. Whoa. Shaq is seven foot one, seven foot two, depending on the stat that you look at, and that would be somebody around, you know, knocking on the door eight feet. Wow. And uh, yeah, took pictures of it, and I'm like, dude, you got to get me the picture. Yeah. Uh, so, but then again, you know, of course, the the conspiracy deniers are gonna be like, oh, I could have made a sh- foot out of champagne. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, people have better things to do in this day and age, man. People <laughs> yeah, have people have so many, so things, many better things to yeah. do. Yeah, no one's. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, I got to go out here and create a foot and cast it and do all this stuff, man. When I could just be on watching YouTube all day. Yeah, no one's so, starved for entertainment, right? These days. So, yeah. and he knew another. He had met another lady that mm. had been having those experiences and. You know, first of all, he, you know, he, so he told me about the other the other person later in the conversation because I told him, I said, well, I said, first of all, I said, uh, do I, I said, do I think these things exist? Very possible, very probable. I'm not going to say, you know, strongly, yes, or, you know, oh, they're just having imagination because they think the same thing about the grays and, you know there's pictures and footage that you can find out there in the corners of the internet. That'll really, if you're not a spirit filled believer, they'll keep you up for days. Uh, one, I actually inadvertently, did I tell you about that, Nick? Mm -mm. (laughs) A little aside, a buddy of mine turned me onto this, uh, Chuck Missler light type guy. Um, his videos are extremely long, but they're very thorough. I want to say it's Trey Smith or something like that. Trey something. And, 
I'm listening to this video, and in this video, you're listening to this guy, this uh, Catholic exorcist, speak to a demon. Mm. And you hear this thing like change voices into three. I'm talking like three distinct voices, man. And you're, and it's not. Yeah. I'm an I'm a professional audio engineer. This is stuff that you can't do with crossfading. And like it, this was so perfect in how it went from one voice into the next voice. I mean, you that had taken. In the low quality of the recording, there's, it would be no very way. improbable that they would that somebody would be able to do that of how it shifted into the voice. And I'm talking like down there and Andre the Giant voice, all the way up into something like, uh, you know, Who Framed Roger? Remember me when I killed your brother? I talked. You know, it was just like, and I'm wow. listening. You know, it was, and it was the, the the crazy thing was I'm listening and he's talking about some stuff, and then just just kind of just happens, and I have my hands full, and I'm like. Ugh, that's not particularly something I really want to listen to. And then it goes into this noise. And it just sounded like, almost sounded like somebody that was mentally challenged, somewhere between somebody that's mentally challenged and like a lamb or a goat, you know, buying. And I'm like, what mm. is this? And I pull out of my pocket and it's a dude with a, with a cell phone recording a, a gray. And Whoa. that thing is speaking. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> Bro, I had to pray that day. That, <laughs> yeah. junk, that messed me up. And this wasn't no like, oh, somebody's getting good with the Hollywood special effects. This was mm. like, and I'm telling you, because when I when I when I pulled it, when I was like, what is this? Like, once again, that little spider sense went off. I'm like, what is this? I feel really, you know, like it was mm -hmm. wasn't just confusion. It was like there was something tangible coming through. And I went, when I pulled, I was like, oh my, this is. I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, whatever this thing is, I said, you need to get some folks that know how to pray and you need to go pray over that property. Yeah. Because that thing, I said, don't go looking for it because okay? you're just going to invite other things because mm -hmm. they've seen orbs. They've seen other things on that property. Really? And okay. I'm like, man, you go looking for it. You're just in. It's an invitation. Don't yeah. go looking for that stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately, too many, too many believers that start to get into this stuff they you know i mean like it's going into battle with no body armor mm -hmm. no no functional knowledge of your firearm mm -hmm. you know no weapons training no battle training just hey i'm gonna go out and walk into the middle of the iraqi war zone doo, 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 doo. <laughs> i'm gonna go find me some terrorists you know i'm out here find me some demons and you know i'm like are you crazy yeah you need to get in the word, get on your knees and understand what fasting and praying is before you start going looking for this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this area of study, you know, like like you were talking, I mean, like, man, stuff starts happening as people start experiencing stuff. I had a friend, the um, guy that actually ended up doing some co-writing with me and playing on my second Christian album, him and his uh, his wife at the time. <clears throat> they were having some going ons in the house. Turns out the mother, her ex-mother-in-law was i would say a witch yeah, but like, if not if yeah. not a witch she really was into occultic stuff and she went to somewhere in polynesia or hawaii and brought her back some little idol <clears throat> and when they brought that thing into their home things started opening and closing and sounds and stuff in the middle of the oh, night i said that. take it and burn it mm -hmm. these 80s christians understand that yeah yep. these modern christians would be like you need to go see a psychiatrist 
Right. <clears throat> I don't, you know, yeah. you don't even, we're not even allowed to have those conversations in church in this day and age because they can be like, you're crazy. You can't, right. you, what, you know, we can't talk about, we don't talk about yeah. those things. Those things don't no. It's so crazy that, you know, and I think it's just maybe like, you know, this this safe set of like core principle, core stories that they hammer on in church that are supernatural in nature, you know, and then but there's this whole other, you know, half a pie that no one ever teaches about. So when you bring this stuff up to them, you know, things like this, things like Genesis six, you know. They don't want to talk about it. It seems they it. think it's Lord of the Rings. They think like you're just like whatever. But we still totally believe that, you know, a guy died, you know, and like was dead for three days. He walked on water. Right? Donkeys yeah, talk. On. People were swallowed yeah. by whales. Fire came mm -hmm. down and consumed altars. Three guys yeah. in the fire. There was a fourth. You know, the list goes on and on. But like yeah. like Lord of the Rings, I think that's a perfect. I mean, just perfect. uh quote there because what is what is what is what a tolkien say history becomes legend legend becomes you know myth myth myths are forgotten and that's where all this has become so it's like well yeah you know this is yeah revelation's coming but you know that's you know that's catology that's just a whole view and uh okay so what about the demonic realm well well, mm -hmm. what about it? Well, we don't want to talk about it. We don't. Want yeah, to talk we about misunderstood it. that. At you know, we we've been misunderstanding that. Yeah, a lot dissociative of identity it's disorder all, and yeah, yeah, it's a chemical yeah. neurochemical imbalance. When the when the kids were throwing themselves into the fire and you know throwing mm -hmm. themselves down as dead, you know, when Jesus touched them and the demon left and the demon spoke to people, spoke to him and said, you know, the man of the Gadarenes are like, you know, hey, tell us, you know, can we go into the pigs? It's not our time yet. Yeah, it was just all. I mean, like, come on. When it says he cast out the evil spirit, he yeah. cast out. Hey, listen, sola scriptura. Yeah, sola scriptura. We're not. Says it. We're, we're exegeting. We ain't mm -hmm. indigeting. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not doing the. What is it? What is the opposite of exegesis? It's, you know. But it's what you know. You're when you're reading your own views into it. Look, I'm just reading what it says. It says yeah. he. They, and and all the disciples. And disciples were struggling with that one demon that they couldn't cast out. And he's like, oh, yeah. you've little faith. Mm -hmm. And how can you not look at our, at our society today where they're doing pagan, occultic, satanic rituals at CERN, at the Travis Scott thing, at the yeah. Grammys, at the American Music Awards, in the music videos, in, in commercials for the Super Bowl? It's everywhere. It's in all of our entertainment. That was a thing. Um that I put in that in that comment. And I don't know if you put that in your in your in your note thing when uh Dr. Dr. Uh, when when Gary Wayne was talking about um he was mentioning the Gaelic gods and I put and I actually time I did timestamp that in that video. The Gaelic it. gods? Yes. The he named the, off these Tuatha Gaelic Duladine. gods. Huh? Yeah. Tuatha Duladine, I think. Dunadine. Dunadine. Yeah. Also, by the way the first uh the first humans that aragorn is derived from in lord of the rings interesting dunedain yeah so interesting. well tolkien does it does yeah. his homework but the thing is that tuatha that was one of the spell words from willow oh that's right i do remember that comment really? now yeah bro mm -hmm. i'm telling you like when it i was like that it it, it struck me i mean this is kind of this is kind of the scary, and this is something I'm still wrestling yeah. with personally because the reason so many believers dismiss 
Yeah. The spiritual, the, the spiritual warfare is because, you know, it's repackaged. Well, well, no, because then it's, you know, the devil's in your Cheerios. Everything was the devil's fault. You start to see the devil everywhere. Yeah. But the, the, the but the messed up thing is, man, like, I think he's more places that he's not in, oh, this, day, in this day and yeah. age. And yeah, and yeah. honestly, most most of us can see it now. I mean, like, go look at the news. Go turn on what they're trying to do with the uh-huh. kids. Go look. Mm-hmm. At, I mean, just look at the agendas that's out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, man, and- they are trying to kill children outside the womb. They have acknowledged right. you have politicians saying it's not a heartbeat. It's a made up sound. <laughs> Is it, I mean, like, I'm sorry, but at some point it goes beyond ignorance into the demonic into evil. Yeah. Has to. And, and where does mm-hmm. that and where does that come from? Where does that well, come I- from? I saw um, it comes from the same place that uh, that that Astro World portal that they were trying to open up came from. I mean, you want to talk about beating CERN at their own game? I saw a video uh, just yesterday, actually, uh, is the first time I'd ever seen it. So I don't know necessarily how old it is, if it's this year or last year, where somebody from CERN was describing how they had begun communicating with entities mm-hmm. at the CERN Institute. Really? Mm-hmm. When was this? The Large Hadron Collider. Uh, I think so. I saw it yesterday on my Instagram feed. Um, I think it was probably either from this year or last year. It may have been earlier wow. than that. I don't know. Um, actually, no. I think it was like this morning. Just I was that watching person it. was communicating with entities, or like no, as as like as the a, team, they the CERN team, the CERN team. Wow. Yeah. Basically, like the plot from Half Life. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> where like. You know, yeah, where they're communicating with entities. And and it was on um, like a Christian conspiracy uh, Instagram page. One of the many that I follow. I don't yeah. remember which one, but, you know, but yeah. Yeah. Like, but when you watch their videos, yeah. when you watch their, their whole inauguration, you know, inauguration video oh, yeah. and celebration, that parade. I mean, if you told if you describe that to somebody, they would think that you are. I mean, man, you are a couple. I mean, you <laughs> You're a yeah. truckload of gravel shy of a boulder, you know, <laughs> and and then you say, oh, wait, by the way, here's the video. Watch. And they'd be yeah. like, no, uh, I thought you were making that up. This is. Yeah. Look, it says right there. Certain, this is them. Look at the signs. You know, you want me to break it down to mm-hmm. Swedish for you? You know, like it's this is them. Yeah. This is them <laughs> yeah. with the goat, you know, walking around. And this is them with the, you know, I mean, it's. <laughs> and, you know, the the maddening part of it is. Again, you know, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't didn't exist, exist. you know. And so you have all these people like most Satanists, like, you know, most practitioners of, you know, the Illuminati occultic rituals in the music industries. Like and Gary Wayne talks about this, you know, like the scientists at CERN who probably don't believe it's just pageantry. It's just ritual like, you know, a lot of Masonic orders. You know, and they they probably, for the most part, do not actually believe in the supernatural entities that they are dancing, the devils that they're dancing with. But that doesn't mean they're not there, you know. Well, well, not even that. So let's let's once again, you have the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. Okay, Mm -hmm. you go to a church. Yeah, that might be only like 60, 70 percent of those people are just they're just going through the motions. However, Mm -hmm. Is that twenty? Is that twenty percent? Yeah. That tithe, or I'm sorry, the twenty percent that serve, the ten percent that tithe. So mm-hmm. you take a congregation of a thousand, you got two hundred that are serving, and of those two hundred, you know, a hundred are giving. Mm-hmm. So that's two hundred that are really in this thing, right? 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to tell me that though that would not be reflected in the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, the Pareto are, principle. Yeah, there's going to be that. Yeah, that twenty percent that actually do believe in the old gods. Yeah. that do believe in. You know, and you Lucifer want to talk about or it. Pan or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, and they couldn't be secretly more happy. Oh yeah, they're thrilled. Yeah, they're like, we got to keep yeah. this going. Yeah, influencing it, pushing <clears throat> it along, making the little suggestions. Hey, we need to get someone dressed up like Pan. That'd be really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's have Pan's labyrinth. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you look at to uh, you look at Alistair Crowley. Jack you know? Parsons, a scientist who Jack did Parsons. believed in all of that, mm-hmm. and look what yep. he was able to accomplish. Yeah, hundred percent. We'll look at H.P. Lovecraft. You know, mm-hmm. one of the one of my favorite authors, uh, but at the same time, like when you, you know, for a hundred years, you want to talk about like a posthumous celebrity, you know, for a, a hundred, the better part of a hundred years, he was relatively unknown. People were secretly cribbing his works, you know, mm-hmm. like um, oh, what's that John Carpenter movie in the mouth of madness. Mm-hmm. That's like an homage to it. It's it, like that. And they live or like the killer John Carpenter movies. But his whole deal was interdimensional and this is the early 20th century like you know they had barely explored antarctica at this point you know makes you wonder if he got a peek to the other side i think so because there is a very remote tangential connection to alistair crowley mm-hmm. with him and uh and you know alistair crowley has his whole lamb thing so yeah yep. alistair crowley was experiencing things mm-hmm. uh, at the same time that hp lovecraft was writing about things yeah on two different continents yeah and and you know what no one here's here's like my little like hipster coming out you know even though i hate hipsters you have to admit that you are one in order not to be one it's like this weird psychological thing <laughs> but like i uh you know i had known about uh, the the cthulhu mythos uh since like 2001 and then like in 2010 i think uh south park did like the episode where they introduced the cthulhu mythos into it and then all of a sudden like everybody knows about cthulhu you know mm-hmm. and you're like dude you don't understand like this stuff's been around forever like yep. this is this is really weird. this isn't even the really weird stuff i wonder how far hellboy was after that because they, oh, they... it was uh, yeah uh hellboy came out in like what 2005 i think 2004 something like that somewhere between yeah. 2004 and six that um and that's too, and that's and that's exactly the what you know what is it we have we have a demon sent here mm-hmm. that has to work with men to reopen the portal to bring mm-hmm. back the old gods yeah and he but he's the good guy who's fighting the old you know and he's there to fight Samuel much like the, the aliens might... much like the much like the tall whites are they're the good guys you know right. well, yeah. no they're going to come and save humanity from themselves there's a high ranking new age uh practitioner la marzulli has this on his um there's a on my channel there's a series he preached at a church a few years it's really pretty recent it's like within three or four years i think and he has this video clip of this new age practitioner literally talking about that they're they are going to come and they're going to remove those oh that that lady yeah, like she's, yeah. She, I mean, she's, I mean, like from a biblical perspective, you're like, oh, that's the rapture because she's talking about like there's those that were they're going to stand in the way of these objectives and they're going to have to be removed. Oh, so it's that, the aliens that are going to remove so that the utopia can come. That's going to be the deception. Yeah, man, there's there's so many Where ways. The that they can sell this. Yeah, there's so many ways that they can sell this. Mm-hmm. But think about mm-hmm. it. Even if that happens today, you know, all these constitutional trump loving you know christian ideology you know christian fundamentalists you know and 
they're gone. Now, mm-hmm. oh, we can now we can have the utopia. Now we can have you know. I bet there still everything. be a lot of Trump supporters left though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, there there is a uh, there is a strange overlap in the in the Trump camp, you know, which is like most of Middle America, you know, of you know, there are like three groups. There's like the pragmatic group, which is like okay, Trump bought us some time, and then there's the um, the super hardcore, you know, Trump is sent by Jesus to save America <laughs> camp, yeah, you know, right. yep. you know, and then there's and then like bag a bag of hallelujah. <laughs> His hair is folding on, <laughs> flapping in the wind. His yep. hair is just trans. You can see the American riding, flag riding a white horse hair. with the yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's literally a painting that someone made out there. There's a bunch of paintings that someone made out there of like Jesus praying, you know, or holding Trump, you know, in his arms as he's at the Oval Office. And like, I get it, you know, especially when you compare him to the forces of darkness that he's arrayed against, yeah. you know, the the Clintons. But then there's like this whole other group that is like the libertarian atheist group. <clears throat> and because um, libertarians just like they just drive me crazy with their non-aggression principles sometimes, but, it, but, and their godlessness, like they love Jordan Peterson, but, and they love what he says about the Bible, but they don't like, but they don't want Jesus. It's you what know? Dennis Prager calls a uh, cut flower ethics, cut flower you know, ethics. You can't, you can't, let me tell you, man, you can't have that fruit without that plant. You remove it from that. It, it withers and dies. And that's, that's exactly smart. what they want. And it's, it don't work. Yeah. yeah they've, they've tried to, you know, convince, intelligent morons like you know people like sam harris i can't stand that guy so arrogant Mm -hmm. he he thinks his farts smell like potpourri Mm -hmm. and it's like dude you you don't get the society without without judean christian principles you don't don't get it you don't get it without the tanakh you don't get it with the with the without the new testament yeah especially especially the new testament because the tanakh oh buddy we'd be we'd be stoning to kill a whole lot of people which honestly (laughs) Fun thing I um Daniel Ra- Daniel Rabbi Lappin pointed out that oh, yeah, I never I noticed. Yeah, he talks about, you know, you notice in the Old Testament there's no such thing as jail. <laughs> yes. Brother, that yeah. that is that if I ever run for politics, that's going to be my public public platform. <laughs> no jail. No jail. <laughs> Instead restitution, of restitution straight to restitution, jail. Restitution. Yep. yep, restitution or death. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Those are the two. Yep. Liberty or death. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. victory. No, I'm sorry. Victory or death. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Victory or death. That's another That's another one. <laughs> um, Greetings, blankety blank. You have been recruited by the league <laughs> to defend against Zur and the Kodan Omada. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I victory do. or death. Yeah. That's right, Greg. Uh, another great movie, by the way, that does not get the, the credit. Fantastic. You would think that would have got yeah. a remake. Of all the things with all the people playing video games and all the simp and cell nonsense of all the people, you know, them taking away mm-hmm. men's manliness, like, hey, go play some video games, sit in, a, sit in a closet, and don't bother the world, that they would have made mm-hmm. that, that we'd get a remake of that. Come on, man. Come on, Hollywood. You I know. You know, but you know what? They're, well, it's not a remake, but they're making a. Uh, a series continuing the storyline of Willow. Oh, I know. Uh, and it's I interesting know. That you, you said that Tuatha was, a, you know, part of the spell in the original movie back in the eighties, bro. Mm-hmm. That's all why that hit that, me so hard. That's why that it hit me so hard coming back. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, man, like <clears throat> it, it really, the rumor is that 
you know, in the Harry Potter books, she put legit spells. Yes. Rumor yep. is she's a practicing witch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But you know, you have you have to kind of question, like, man, why it is this promoted to the highest high? And that kind of like mm-hmm. goes to the music industry stuff. It's like anything. I'm. It makes me question just about anything that's promoted. Like yep. I look at um. Uh, what's his name? What, what's her name? The, the 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 young lady. She's a Christian singer. She's a Christian. She's a singer, but she's not a Christian singer. She did one gospel album. Kirk Franklin partially produced. She's the elephant in Sing. I don't um, know. Oh, sorry, bud. You know who I'm talking about, right? Mm, yeah. Pretty little girl. Um, hold up. I, I I actually had an opportunity to see her live. And Hannah I Montana. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> No, and thank goodness. <laughs> oh, you mean wait? Someone who hasn't. Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. Yeah. Okay, so Tori Kelly. I am convinced, for this reason, that this young woman is a true believer and follower of Christ because she is denied the biggest platforms. Oh, she's yeah. doing large. She's doing theaters, two four thousand seat. She ain't doing stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? 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 Mm-hmm. One must ask. Why? What is she? Mm-hmm. She's as talented, if not more talented, than Ariana Grande. She could sing just as good as her, and she plays guitar. Ariana Grande don't play nothing. Mm-hmm. What's 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 an artist like Lady Gaga or Ariana Grande? What are they doing? That What do they have that she don't or have? Katy Perry. I mean, Katy Man, Perry that, is great. That, I tell you what, the, 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 the church needs to repent for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah, big time, and that's what happens to our talent. We sell, we man, we 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 give them straight to the devil. Yeah, we hand them over to the wolves. Here you yeah. go. We send them right to, the, right to the adrenochrome casting couch on Epstein Island. Come on, man, that's right. You know? Hey, shh. get mm-hmm. get some of that baby juice. Yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then you'll get an Oscar. You know, you yeah. go, going back to uh, J.K. Rowling, uh, she has a tattoo on her. I've seen this. The tattoo on her mm-hmm. uh, on her forearm. Right hmm. here, uh, and it's a Latin phrase, "salt and something else." Salt and blood. Oh, really? And it's the same Latin phrase on the hand of the Baphomet no tattooed kidding. on his forearm. Wow. Yeah. Solon. Well, that's just. Uh, but she's not. Yeah, but there's but no real. Not, but there's no. It's just like Lord of the Rings because they have wizards and spells in Lord of the Rings, don't they? Yeah, she's I'm just into her own stuff. She's just like being cool, you know. Oh, man, yeah, I'm telling being cool for who? Satan. As soon as those books came out, as soon as those books came out, there was a massive movement to make sure everyone knew it was okay and it wasn't demonic. Right. You know, it was like they were ready. They had their dukes up. They hit. Oh, yeah. They hit publish. Uh, and they were ready for you to say, "We're not. We don't want our kids into witchcraft. They don't want to read that. Oh, it's yeah. not witchcraft. Lord of the Rings, just like you said. You know, mm-hmm. they were ready from day one. Dude, the Lord of the defense. Rings argument before I heard any of the other stuff was the one that convinced me. I'm like, oh well, yeah, you're right. You know, I I thought the first film was kind of cheesy. You know, when it got to um, the Goblet of Fire, I was like, oh, okay. This kind of, you know, it's a good story. You know, like it was, it was a good story. Good. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was, uh, you know, Hollywood doing what it does best, you know, using mm-hmm. that Hollywood. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I read the last two books and then I was like, Hey, you know, she actually put legit spells in that. I'm like, mm-hmm. 
you know, I always thought it was funny that she, those, like, there was actual Latin spells in the Half-Blooded Prince that Cerverus wrote, and those are the ones that cut that Harry. I'm like, huh. Mm-hmm. It made me, hmm, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, my radar ain't that good with novels because I don't read a whole lot of novels, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to go and read Frankie Peretti's books over, you know, over and over and over and over and over oh, yeah, and over and over and over again. <laughs> um, That's and, how you know uh, you're an 80s baby, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, Christian Frank Peretti. That's <laughs> yeah, good stuff, Peretti. man. Yeah, Bram, I think I think it should be required reading for believers in this day and age because it's. Hey, you want to know what spiritual war looks looks like? Yeah. Read uh, the Screw Tape Letters and then go read this present darkness. Yeah, and that's spiritual warfare. Yeah. He's always trying to find a way in to corrupt, yeah. and buddy, he has plans. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's got plans and plans and plans and plans. And if he can kept, keep the church from praying, yeah, which we <laughs> – prayer, they, they – there was a survey. My pastor, he has this um, – uh, my pastor my home church, uh, Alan DiDio, he has this prayer – series on prayer called Teach My Hands to War. You know, and he talks about this survey that they – you know, the evangelical survey, this by some reputable poll, you know, wasn't some kind of, you know – trick thing and it was like what's the most important you know evangelizing kids program music greeting blah 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 blah. like 90 percent of the pastors didn't even put prayer on the prayer wasn't on the list for 90 percent of the pastors really wow how disturbing not 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 only not on the list of importance not in the top five not i mean like that's like top two yeah, I mean, like you can make an argument. Like, what's more important, praying or reading the word? Mm, I can make an argument for both. That's mm-hmm. kind of you know, if you don't know the word, you don't know how to pray. But right. if you don't pray, what's the purpose of having the word? You got to pray right. the word. You know. Yeah. yeah. And this is what we have to do, man. Like as we, especially for us that are understanding these, this stuff is real and yeah. is pervasive, and it is it is polluted everything that I mean. Like we're literally we live in sewage, guys. Believers. And I've seen a huge turning recently in the past five years, just maybe less. I mean, even ever since, you know, the pandemic, mm-hmm. I've seen a massive uh, darkening. They've turned up the heat. They have. And it's become blatant and it's become flat out occultic. Uh, and these these it, it's just everything is nefarious. Everything is after your kids at every turn. Uh, everything is after your mind. Every show. Yeah. Every you know, it's like they technology is a great example of a tool that's been used to uh, <laughs> to get people addicted, mm-hmm. to get people in in bondage to trying to follow something. Uh, you talk about prayer. Every minute that I'm on this is a minute that I'm not praying. Mm-hmm. You know, how many hours a week do we stare at this thing and not pray when we could be mm-hmm. praying and fasting for someone else's deliverance? Yeah, you know, and I know that sounds I mean, it sounds really it sounds really like condescending and self-righteous to say that. But I mean, it's dawning on me right now that, you know, these things are really I mean, they have their uses. They're awesome. It's amazing technology, but it is, you know, it is absorbing. It it takes it's it's mind numbing. It locks up your mind. It's another portal. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Once again, man, it's the. The devil box, the TV box, which was the portal that you channel, 
mm-hmm. your channel, you know, for programming, for programming. It's gone from one in one one in the house or to two or three in the house to everybody's got one in their pocket all the time. All yeah. the time. Now, this in of itself, not evil. This to me is, you know, like this platform this is gonna be shared on. Yep. It's like Goliath's sword. Oh, it's a good metaphor. Now yeah, that's that is that's Pastor Alan DiDios. The Lord gave him that revelation. He said, You are going to take because this is the thing. This is what people, you know, and of course, you know, all my reformed brothers and sisters, they're like, you know, oh, you know, we're not David. We're not David. Okay. We're mm-hmm. not. Okay. But he's an example. He's an archetype. It's it's history and it's an example for conduct. And I know you guys are going to pass this with flying colors, but I'm going to ask anyway because for the and, and give it a second so we you know so you give people watching a second to answer this question. What did David use to kill Goliath with? How did David kill Goliath? Just give it a few seconds. Give it a few seconds so people can think about it. And now, what's the answer? What's the correct answer? I chopped his half with a sword. No, it was the stone. But he used the stone to the sling and the stone. Yeah. It was you were right. You were right. You walked it back. It was the sword. This he didn't kill him with the he didn't kill him with the he stone. He knocked him out with the stone and then he chopped his head off with the sword. Whose yeah. sword was it? Goliath's sword. It was Goliath's own sword. Yeah. It was yeah. his own sword. And that's Turned what the, the Lord on him, That's what the Lord told told my told my pastor. He said, We're going to take the enemy's sword and yeah. chop his head off. And that's nice. what we're doing with these platforms. That's why you're getting shadow banned. That's why we're having resistance. But we need to take, we need to not run from these things, mm-hmm. but instead take these things, they're weapons. Yeah. Take music, take books, and use them for the kingdom. And man, yeah. they're going to be way more effective. If we'll let God get behind it, brother, <laughs> mm. the enemy's not even get it out. He's not even going to get out of sheath. Well, our platform be- is definitely a broken sword. <laughs> well, I mean, it's part of our logo, so we but, kind of predicted that. But also, to your point, it's a double-edged sword. And with uh, technology, you are either creating or you are consuming. You are mm. producing or you are consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time you went to the bathroom with this and created something? Yeah. When was the last time you went to the bathroom and prayed? Mm-hmm. And not, not being sick. <laughs> We've all yeah. been there. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, never do it again. I promise. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna eat the hottest wings on planet Earth. You know, after <laughs> after ten o'clock at night, only <laughs> eat half of a thing of Oreos from now on. <laughs> but it's the consumption. It's the addiction to consumption, mm-hmm. uh, and this 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 dopamine hit that we're getting every time we plug ourselves into this new metaverse. Yeah, uh, you know, um, gotta get out of the matrix. Yeah, got to get into the kingdom, and we walk ourselves right into the matrix. And and they haven't even really tried to hide the intention of wanting to integrate this technology biologically into us. Mm -hmm. They wanna, they want us to be able to message each other telepathically. Yep, uh, with the use of this technology, they want to track us at all times, and you know, and I, I hate that. They already know where I'm at. They know what I'm saying. They're probably watching this right now. Uh, but uh, the fact that they want to implant it so deeply in us where it's a it, it's a part of us. It is a piece of our identity. It's not good enough that I that it's in my pocket. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough that I can take it out, set it on the counter, and walk in the other. That's not good enough. No, nope, that was Elon talking about, you know, we should put it in your head. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, when Jesus said it's going to be like the world has never seen, 
and especially those of us in this community understanding to a small degree what's been in the past. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's, it's going to be like, you know, I mean, like you got centaurs and minotaurs and giants and, you know, you got a lot of crazy happening all over the world. And it's going to be crazier than that. Mm-hmm. Like the world's never, you're never going to see how, how crazy it's been. You know, how crazy it's going to mm-hmm. be. I don't, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no, sir. That's we got just, a taste of it with that TV show Sweet Tooth, you know, the human animal hybrids. Yep. You know? Yeah. I mean, Man, they, they did that program. with the mouse. How many years ago was the mouse with the with the human ear on it? Oh, that's right. Oh, that was gross. You gonna, you're gonna tell me they don't already have a Doctor Island? You know, a Doctor Moreau's Island already <laughs> Island out there. Doctor Moreau. You know yeah. they do. Trust you me. Know they do. Trust yeah. me. I'm waiting for Shatara to be on TV one day. Yeah. But like, hey, look, we made the Thundercats. Now we can make the movie. No CG required. Uh-huh. You know what required. gets me? CRISPR like, technologies. Going back to like Elon Musk, what gets me is that. How can he say something like, we're going to have this technology, it's going to be awesome, we're going to put it in your head. We're going to put it on your in your hand. Mm-hmm. How can you, There for 2,000 years, millions of Christians have been saying, we're not doing that, we're not doing that, we're not doing that. And it's like, you're just going to ignore two yeah. millennia of history and be like, hey, I got a great idea, let's put this on your head. Let's put and this how many your- believers are actually privy to that information? How many have actually cracked open the book? I guarantee you there's Christians that said, man, that'd be awesome. And, you know, it's going to be so convenient. And you're like, have you read the book? I think, you know what, <laughs> yeah. honestly, I think there are more Christians that have read the book, but it's so convenient that they want to justify the use of it. And like, ah, that's mm. not what it actually meant. That's not the mark. No, uh, there is a lot of like rationalization that goes on with spirituality that's that, like, not the mark right it, well oh. the luther phrase thing you, you know? know the yeah the code that yeah. they embed into that thing we're supposed mean, to oh, yeah. be watch oh yeah dude that was that was crazy crazy but well, once again see, I, I have a i have a natural distrust you know as i shared earlier with my testimony in the, with the medical industry so that's as that well you stuff. should yeah oh yeah because it killed so, our mother so yes <laughs> oh yeah no trust me man it's you know, my mother's uh, she's a nurse. She's been in the, you know, doing medical as a profession for 30, you know, 30, 40 years. And she was I mean, trust me, her doctor friends were sending her stuff and she's sending me the stuff. And I'm, you know. Yeah, mm. but you stuck to your guns, Gabe. Oh, dude, it's I wasn't getting that. Of course, yeah. I mean, the nice thing was I had an out because they knew like there was you know, pretty much from the get go. They're like, yeah, if you've had cancer, we probably, you know, we probably you're not don't want to do this because it's yeah. you know it's we're having some examples of cancer you know it re, re invigorating cancer cells to come back and i'm oh like my gosh everybody How? has can't but but the, here's the crazy thing most people have cancer cells already in their body yeah right yeah so how many people is it you know is it killing because of that yeah that it's that it's causing them to have enough to where it will become tumors mm-hmm. and you know really ugh. yeah uh-huh. You know, and I, I, I'm also distrustful and I, you know, I, everyone says you should go get a regular checkup, go get a checkup. And there's a part of me that says, you know what, why they're, they're <laughs> looking for problems. They're going to find mm-hmm. it. It's their job to find a problem that they can treat long-term mm-hmm. or they're, use yours as an experiment. They're going to use, well, they're going to use whatever they can. They, they want you to go in the name of preventative medicine. Mm-hmm. 
but they're going to run test after test until, by golly, they find something. Mm-hmm. That's why Doesn't... I found a doctor that he tests your DNA and he actually fixes stuff. He's like, yeah, this is the genetic issue. These are the viruses that you have. These are the parasites you have. We're going to treat these things and fix the problems. Because nice. the thing is, That's some of the cool. most most of these things, they're genetic issues. It's right. once again dealing with the sin nature. There's just yeah. things that are not right in our code because it's mm-hmm. been copied and copied and copied and copied and copied and copied and copied over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's breaking down. We're getting dumber. We're getting weaker. We're getting slower. Entropy. Yeah. Hundred percent, man. You know, it's we we think we're getting better, and it's like <laughs> we can't even figure out how they made the pyramids. Notice I said they made the pyramids, not uh-huh. we. Because much like the Native Americans here, they're like, who made these mounds? Mm-hmm. Well, the Native Americans are like, the Native Americans say, you make them. They were <laughs> we didn't make those. We've just been around and we don't go on them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's like the that's like the whole thing that Ellie Marzulli, you know, brought to light with the uh, the uh, uh, what's the uh, what's the thing over there that's the Celts with the the giant Cairns? like ends, the giant end things. Is it the, it's in a circle. Like, the Druids worship there. Oh, the Stonehenge. 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 America Stonehenge. America They've, Stonehenge. Yeah. yeah. And you heard about Where the that. Demons that, that. dwell and yeah. dance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Final <laughs> tap reference. Yeah, that's a, that I away. was about to say rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, dude. When that when that when that midget dances around that thing, that just brings me so much joy. <laughs> we had a Stonehenge that was in danger of being trod upon by a dwarf. <laughs> Wait, are we it's talking the, about Willow the, the again? Key of D minor, the key of D minor, the saddest of all keys. The saddest um, of all keys. Yeah, we're not going to say what the name of the song was, but uh, <laughs> oh shoot, what were we talking? Uh, oh, so yeah, the like the 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 stone that that they found there that they couldn't translate. They like they had no idea. They kept on looking at ancient, you know, ancient. Uh, I almost said ancient ancient alien ancient alien, <laughs> ancient alien theorists believe. <laughs> Get the, yeah, drink that. Drink. That's not what I meant out. to say. Mm-hmm. They were looking like ancient Native American, indigenous people, First Nations peoples. You know, the, all the all the things. Um, they kept on looking at that, and they couldn't make up like what well, these 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 things. And they had some guy from like Eastern ancient languages come there one day, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, that's like Proto Canaanite." What? What does it say? Uh, to the god Dagon. <laughs> oh no 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 to the god ball that's what it was it was to 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 the to the, to the almighty here. god here, ball yeah, yeah here yeah. in the yeah explain that mm-hmm. scientists you know archaeologists yeah. you know it sorry indiana jones that belongs in a museum i'm actually surprised it hasn't disappeared like so many of our artifacts that prove so many of these crazy things but that's that's what i yeah. liked about that um that thing with the arc. I don't know what what other other things you guys wanted to talk about, but I wanted to I wanted to no. definitely touch on that thing with the arc. You can we show the the pictures of the arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you went to the arc encounter here. Yeah, let me uh let me turn this on here. And uh, so you were uh, tell us a little bit about your experience at the arc encounter. So man, you know it's it's fantastic. Um, you know when people are like, oh, you couldn't get you know two of every kind. It's like I actually it wasn't two of every kind. Read the book. It's more than two. Well, how in the world was he going to go out? He didn't. The Lord brought them. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see the size of that thing, it's like, oh, yeah, you could get a lot of animals on this thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you consider, as Ken Hoven and Chuck Missler, you know, talk about and uh, Dr. Grady McGurtry, you know, yeah, you wouldn't take 
fully grown adults, you take adolescents. You take mm-hmm. young ones, yeah. You know? Um, it says two of every kind, not two of every species. You know, it, well, wow. that's the thing. It wasn't even, it wasn't even that because there were some of the unclean that were more than two. Yeah. And, a, a, and, the, same, and the same thing with the clean. clean animals. Yep. So... But that, um, so that was kind of like, you know, when you asked me about what, what do you, what I thought their view on Genesis six was. And when I came to this part, uh, I think this was like in the second floor, maybe the third floor, this is kind of giving you like, here's what we think the pre-flood world could have looked like. And man, I, a friend of that, that same friend of mine that I'm hoping you guys will be able to interview. Who's a movie producer. I told him about this. I said, brother, this is why, you know, I know we believe in king, like biblical prosperity, but man, I want some of that prosperity, American prosperity, gospel prosperity, because I yeah. want God to give me $100 million to make this movie. Right. Yeah. Because this right here is Conan Barbarian meets the Bible. Yeah. It's wild. Look at that. Look at that. So, so go on to the next one. Um <clears throat> This, so yep. I want you to look. So you got a carnosaur. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got a carnosaur right there on the right. That's like you know a T Rex Cretaceous looking thing. You know dinosaur mm-hmm. with it has you know horns out the top. Very small, smaller arms than the T Rex. But look at the thing on the left that looks like yeah. Goro, except it's missing extra arms. <laughs> yeah, fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, looks like Nephilim to me. Yep, that looks like a giant, or you know, at least the 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 offspring of a giant because he looks like he's about eight to nine feet tall. Uh-huh. So when you ask, so they don't say anything about Genesis six anywhere in there except, and I didn't send you these pictures, but they have, let me I'm hoping my phone uh, stays up. But there's back. a giant right there. There's a giant right there. And in uh, a display in the next, in the upper floor, they have, they have all these ancient flood myths, and you can go on to the next one where it really kind of gives you the, the, the view of the um yeah that to me the, tell me that icon of the barbarian right there oh yeah with the yeah, giant like... giant snake god yeah I mean what are they dude offering you got... the snake god the Sadoom. well like, I mean it looks like a picture but I mean I would guess it'd be blood in there I mean like gods yeah, don't like anything yeah. other than you know it's gonna blood. be blood and gold right mm-hmm. blood and gold. So, yeah, I mean, to, I mean, tell me, tell me, that's not a, a like a design piece for a movie. That looks so, really good. I, honestly, I feel like whoever they commissioned to do this was inspired of God. Yeah. This, this just makes sense. That, that just, you know, I'm not saying that's how it was. I'm not, but I'm like, I look at this. I'm like, that paints a pretty good picture of how foul that world must have been, where God said, "I'm done. I'm wiping all of it out. Yeah, all of it." Just too corrupt and too probably too biologically corrupt. Hundred you know, percent. Hey, man. I mean, what, what was what was the uh, the 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 tamim the word you know about his uh, you know pure in his generations? Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Tamim. Yeah. You know, that's 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 an offering word. It's got to be. It's got to be pure, no blemish. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's how he described. Yeah, that's how he described Noah. So in another and, floor, and I didn't send you these pictures, but it talks about ancient flood legends. Oh, around really? the world and how they describe it. Check this sure. out. The mountain mountainize in Canada. So Canada, Canadian Native Americans angry with the giants. 
<laughs> God commanded a man to build a large canoe to survive a coming flood that covered the earth. An otter and a reindeer were sent out to determine if the water had been subsided. That's definitely the Canadian version. I was kind of hoping that Wolverine would have been the one, but you know. <laughs> yeah, he's too yeah. short. Knucklehead well, didn't, didn't make it, but 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 check that out. <laughs> but check that out, Schnicked. Uh, how it starts? Angry yeah. with the giants? Yeah. What would possessed? Canadian, this is the other side of the world, right? Which, how in the world do you get that with evolution people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> um, the Pawnee, okay, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. The first people were giants. Did you see this, Nick, in there? Do you remember this? Did you see this no. part of the. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm turning into a bloodhound, like you said. Man. Now you're, you're turning the scriptures like they're giant, giant. Right? It's on every page. Yeah. <laughs> How did I miss this? Yeah, I can't unsee it now, bro. I'm like, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. They don't, they don't put it out there, like you know. But they also are not really trying to hide it. They're like, right. eh, mm-hmm. this is what they said. This mm-hmm. is what the, you know. But I mean. The first people who were giants, which there's argument I've heard that that Noah himself was like seven foot tall. Mm. I don't you know. Obviously, I don't believe he was a Nephilim, but still, you know, right. you can do a lot more when you're seven foot, right? Yeah. You know? sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the first people were giants who thought they could overcome the Creator, Tirawa. He drowned them in a great flood. Tirawa then created a man and a woman. Which that's yeah. that gives you your pre-Adamic race, you know. That's uh, yeah. that's kind of very interesting. Theory. Once, once again, that's the Pawnee in Nebraska, bro. We ain't even talking yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, we're and not even in the Fertile Crescent. Nowhere near. Nowhere yeah. near. And that survived how many millennia? Uh, Miyatsu, China. This one, dude. This one. Let me tell you, man. The Chinese have always been smart. You got to give them props, bro. Mm-hmm. They they know how to record keep. They know how to do that math. <laughs> Check this out. Nua. <laughs> no they way. have his name correct. Wow. Nua built an ark for his wife, three sons. Check out the names. Lohan, Loshen, and Jefa. No way. <laughs> how about that? I will send you the picture so you can, I mean, I am not, you can probably find us online because this is at the Ark Encounter right there in Kentucky. And pairs of animals to survive a flood. It rained hard for 40 days and a dove was eventually released to see if the earth was dry. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right there. Yeah, you got to be like water. You got to be like water because in a flood, Noah... I mean, like, bro, they have the names of the ch- of of him and his children correct, his sons. Yeah. Wow. And the and the amount of time, and the dove. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's an incredible thing, and you know, you know, why why does that matter? Why are you a musician into this stuff? Because this is something that they've been trying to attack, and you you take out the ark, the rest of Genesis falls. It's a yeah. domino effect. Mm-hmm. And if to me, and it falls both ways, because if that account is incorrect, 
there goes creation. Well, evolution, yeah. Well, now we believe in God-driven evolution, which that leads you straight to atheism. See Michael mm-hmm. Gunger, you know. And once you topple the flood, when he, Jesus said, well, it's, I mean, he ratifies Noah. It's going to be like the days of Noah and Lot. Well, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? That's a legend. Right. Well, yeah. it's just a story. It's just, you know. So I don't care what your life, what your calling is, believer. You got to get into this. You got to jump. Yeah. I mean, quit wading around in your ankles and getting your toes wet. And you better jump <laughs> in and drown in this in yep. this in this thing. Yeah. Yep. And because it's the truth. Stop. Yeah. Churches need to, you know, churches are giving everyone the milk. Mm-hmm. You know, they got to keep giving the milk. You know, keep the new believer. You know, you know, keep them coming back. But the people, you know, there are people who've been saved for a long time. They're reading scripture and they have questions about all this stuff and they go to church. They need the meat. They need to dig in and get the meat and they're not getting it. Yeah. Churches don't want to do it. It's not part of their mission. They're just there to bless their community, reach out and find the lost. And that's it. Hmm. That's where that's where the education stops. No, well, we'll 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 bring you some food, and you know we'll we'll try to get you into into your kids into college because you know we got to have college to have the American dream. But uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so yeah, but pastor, um, I've had a friend of mine that's having, you know, I know that I know this person, which is always that you know it's it's me, but I don't want to say it's me. I have this person that's having asking for a friend having night paralysis, and these things are coming in in my room at night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, call my office and make an appointment. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, I'm having you know something come and knock knock on my door, and people are seeing these things on on my on my property. Can you pray with me? We we will we will be sure to pray for you. We we have prayer on Tuesday nights and Tuesday mornings with the staff. We will pray for you. Have you called you the know? hotline? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Did you call the sheriff's department? <laughs> have you seen it? Are you getting therapy? Yeah. Have, have you, you been it? to a yeah. help? Have you been to a psychiatrist yeah. yet and gotten some pills? You know, yeah. they want to root. They want to. They want to um, rule out everything else first, mm-hmm. and then <clears throat> if all those things do get ruled out, and there's only one possible explanation left, they've already moved on. They don't want to address it. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of yeah. luck. They're not going to address yeah. it. They're yeah. not. I hate that whole. Oh. You know that uh, statistic that says uh, like in the Southern Baptist church for example mm-hmm. they say 85 percent of all kids who grow up in the southern baptist church and go to college 85 percent of them lose their faith they mm-hmm. walk away from their faith mm-hmm. yep you know that's a, that's that was a real study that they did and when confronted with that statistic you know what the church says they were never saved to begin with wow that's their answer they were never saved to begin with so they just completely abjure themselves of any responsibility, yeah, personal yeah, responsibility. No, they they were just going through the blood. motions. They were playing the game, but they were never saved to begin. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe they should stop playing a benediction song in the praise and worship section. And Well, then <laughs> what are you spending 85% of your time doing in your kids' ministry right. and in, the, in your youth group? Like yeah. games. Holding car washes. Yeah, video games. Games. Yeah. It's, it's games. It's, you know, how to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the church I'm attending and serving at now. Uh, they don't have children's church. They got a room for the babies. Everybody else sits in the congregation with their families. Like, see, we're the first generation of children's church. This is like we we barely turned out normal, functional as believers. (laughs) These other ones, man, 
And, yeah. and when Children's Church started with me, it was scripture memorization, scripture memorization, yeah, singing scripture, here. singing scripture songs, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You got to sing the scripture so you can remember the scripture. That's all it was. Here's some goldfish. We're going to watch Gospel Bill and, you know, and Nicodemus. <laughs> and, oh, okay. And now it's time. Now it's time to go. Yeah. Then you again, know? youth group, it was fire by night. Oh, fire by night, bro. Rikua. Yeah. You know? I love Rikua. Um, so man, I tell you that's I gotta. I'm hope I, I'm friends with him on Facebook, but I haven't got a like a, a chance to. I'm, I want to interview him, man, because like he's <laughs> he's one of the people. Like I wonder. I mean, he dude, he was like starting to really climb as a, like a rock musician. Then he got saved, and you know he's not Michael W. Smith. You know he ain't got that Michael W. Smith money. And I'm I, if he's human, I'm sure he wrestles with that man. You know. Did I even? I'm like, dude. Let me tell you, his yeah, album impact. "Midnight Sun" is, brother, like the word. That thing is inscribed in my heart, man. And yeah. there's a song on there I will carry. I, I I will sing it until we are in eternity when I won't have to sing it anymore. It's called mm. "I'll Be Satisfied." When all the tears run dry, when all the hearts stop breaking, when all the fears just pass them by, that's all that I ask for, all that I pray for, and the moment is over. I'll be satisfied. It's about witnessing yeah. i mean i'm like dude like that's a song that i'm not gonna have to sing in eternity but until that time that's my song mm, yeah. and dude nobody knows who that guy you know like we know who he is but a lot of people especially these younger believers man they don't know who he is they don't know yeah. they have no clue and i'm like dude there's such a i mean that album is so beautifully produced i interviewed tom hemby who produced it and played like all the awesome. guitar and bass and i'm like we were talking about that i'm like dude you have no idea how that that record has blessed me and ministered to me my entire i'm 42 years old i've been listening to that album for like i think it came <laughs> out when i was maybe 10 yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. maybe eight somewhere between eight and ten and i'm still listening to that album i still listen to that record to this day <laughs> Tom Hemby is such a cool guy. He he was one of uh he, I call him like the four horsemen of the Larry Gospel Lips. You know, like <laughs> Dad used Tom and yeah. uh, uh, John Hammond and his uh, brother Mark Hammond and Craig Nelson. Craig Nelson yeah. and um, yeah, he had lots of time. You know, being around Tom Hemby in the studio, yeah. man. He's unsung heroes, cool. man. Those are the it's unsung truly. heroes. Yeah. Studio musicians, yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. ones that are kept on retainer. You know, you have that stable. Yep, dude. Yeah, they, another, they make another magic. Good. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Another great guy. Another kind of blast from the past that's actually made, at least in my awareness, a great comeback, is uh, Mario Murillo. Oh, um, bro, man. And when I was in youth group, uh, I went to a men's conference. So all the men from the church, we drove like to Sun Valley, which is like two hours away. And they were having this big men's conference and, and Mario Morello was the speaker. And uh, he had just written that book on fire. Mm. And uh, that was the effect on me. Mm. I was about 14. He doesn't play, man. Um, no. My, the the same pastor, Alan DiDio, that I've been, you know, mentioned a couple of times, he a couple of their interviews have gone viral on YouTube, which is crazy. When you think about when you go and listen to what they discussed, you're like, oh, well, YouTube couldn't hold that down. But that's once again, <laughs> when the Lord, when the Lord wants something to be, get out there, it's going to get out there. Yeah, there out. ain't no yeah. stopping it. And right. um, yeah, it's incredible. I didn't know until he interviewed him that, that, which invitation was about him. It was, that was him. Did you know that? Oh, Carmen's song, which invitation was about Mario Morello. He was Carmen. Wow. 
that was his experience. He was the one that went to the witch's house that was invited to the warlock. Wow. He, I didn't, he, I he like tells I the whole, he, he tells us, he tells the story. My pastor interviews him and he, and he, and he has that story. Well, the pastor of my home church anyway. Um, but we're going to yeah, find dude. that interview. By the uh, way, just do. Yeah. Just search Mario Murillo, uh, which is invitation and it should be encounter encounter ministries or encounter Christ. Um, funny because youtube don't want to <laughs> oh, of course not yeah they don't want to serve it up to you mm-hmm. yeah, it should be it should be the first one right there with three hundred seventy-five thousand views with uh, encounter today six minutes and 22 videos long i'm gonna watch that and it it breaks my it dude i'm telling you man i try to show everybody i've shown so many young praise and worship leaders and praise and worship <laughs> musicians church musicians which is invitation and they're like it, to watch their face is so great because at first they're like, eh, you know, it's kind of, but dude, when that story kicks off, when he opens that letter, mm-hmm. it's like the, the 80s production vanishes, everything vanishes, <laughs> and they're like, because I tell them, I'm like, you know, this is based off a true story. And then when he's like, well, as I opened the letter, I froze. He said, my name is Isaac. I'm a warlock, a witch, and I want to spend some time with you. And he's like, I did what any Christian would do. I threw it in, you know, threw it in the dry. I ain't going to no meeting. And, the, you know, softly and gently, the Holy Spirit, you know, I'm like, they're just like, and at the end of it, they're just like, they're always sitting there in silence. They're like, whoa. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And that was in like, that was 40 years ago. How yeah. many witches oh, yeah. are in our congregations? Mm-hmm. I, I knew a, um, a non-believer, his wife worked with psychology, psychiatry, you know, abused children and stuff. And brother, the stories, one of the reasons he was an atheist was, you know, he's heard the stories of abuse and things that would happen with people in church. I'm a thousand percent convinced that those were not, belie- obviously not believers doing that, but these were double agents. Mm-hmm. We got double agents in there, man. Oh, yeah. Um I knew a girl um, named Julie uh, whose parents, she grew up in a church in West Virginia. Her parents were elders in the church and uh, they subjected her to SRA in the basement of the church. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff. And people think like, you know, people think that that stuff is just like horrific and disgusting enough on its own without the spiritual aspect, but there is a whole spiritual layer that you are tapping into mm. that is extremely ancient and extremely powerful. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And, and it doesn't have to be that, like it could be something just like a Ouija board, you know, like I knew a girl who her and her, her girlfriend, um, when they were teenagers, uh, they threw away the Ouija board and it came back. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's some Jumanji stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, but like, but once it. again, what do you think? Where do, where do you think they got they got those ideas? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All that Play stuff. With mysterious I, game in the basement. Do, mm-hmm. I would bet you a hundred bucks, man, that 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 Jumanji is some kind of incantation or spell word. I bet, or some name of some, it's you know, gotta be it's, right. I'm telling you, yeah. it has to be. Look, look, look at this day and age that we live in, man. Look at this mm-hmm. day and age, and look at the source. Look, look at where this coming from. It's like, oh no, it's just a fun little thing. Isn't mm-hmm. that how the devil likes to do things? Yep. Oh, Absolutely. No, you're not I gonna, mean, you're not gonna die. You're just gonna, you're gonna be yeah. like God. You'll be like God. You know, 
yeah and you will live forever mm. uh well um the first time i really thought about that was uh when i was 14 or 15 and um episode one came out phantom menace <laughs> and liam neeson's character qui-gon jinn you know it turns out like qui-gong is like a eastern meditation you know taoist or whatever sort of thing it was the same thing with obi-wan uh, oh yeah 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 that's right Jeez. and you no, know, let me and tell they, you, man. I'm tell when I say they they drill this, I don't know the the church you grew up in, man. They had this thing, devils in the toy box, bro. They mm -hmm. destroyed my childhood when I was a kid. <laughs> and my my mom, my dad was like, ah, you know, my dad was a heathen until I was, you know, younger, and he still is not the strongest, been the strongest believer. But my mom, like, just she she didn't cut everything off, you know. She's like, you know, I gotta let these kids have a childhood. Right. Good, bad, or indifferent, but our parents were like I'm, that too, you know. But it's just it. It's I don't fault the the Quakers or the Mennonites or mm -hmm. the or the Amish when they're like, no None part of it. any of it, yeah. none of it. You're not gonna. It's all is poison. Why am mm -hmm. I gonna give you a little bit of poison? Why am I gonna put a little bit of poop in your food? <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Any culture that lets you drink raw milk has my attention so just gonna put that because it's good for you yeah because it's good it's for good you. for you yeah because yeah. yeah. it has but you know when they were like with, with star wars specifically you know it's like the you know they're they're talking to the dead that specifically the witch banned, of endor that that is you know the witch exactly you know the witch of endor where do they go endor to you know mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many things. You're like, oh my gosh, Lord, mm -hmm. it's in everything. Yeah. I can't. Can is there anything I can enjoy? He's like, yes, go enjoy nature, enjoy me. <laughs> I'm your, I'm your yeah. joy, you yeah. know. And that's that's hard, man. I mean, I was wearing an X Men T-shirt just a little bit ago, and uh, mm -hmm. thankfully, thankfully, like the Lord has not had to kill my my joy of Marvel and mm -hmm. Star Wars. Disney has done it. Like the world Disney. has been like, <laughs> right? They the have completely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, man. Yeah. I'm talking like this is a guy that I remember I'm going through chemo. I go to see X-Men in the theater with one of my best friends. And I think my sister went with us. And I was like, you know, man, if if this is it, I got to I got to we got to we got finally got to see it like in real yeah. life. Live you know? Action. Yeah. And I'm that's how much of a Marvel fan I was, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. and here I am now to where I haven't seen the lot. I didn't see um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I mean, I just don't. I don't care anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. so bad. I don't even care because there's so much messaging. There's so much garbage mm -hmm. in it. They're so woke. It's not even. It's not even a good story. Yep. So I'm yeah. like, dude. I mean, like, this is just straight poop. I mean, it used to be like, hey, there's we hit we hid a little <laughs> there's a little bit of poop in your soup and a whole ice cream sundae. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can, you know, I'm, I can, I can, I can dig I can it. Do that. Mm -hmm. You know, but now, now it's, it's like all poop. Here's a poop Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And we hit a piece of chocolate in there. I'm like, in the poop. You hit, <laughs> yeah. Like, is it milk? Is it white chocolate? Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's, nope. it's milk chocolate. It's the same. Mm -hmm. It's not dark chocolate. Like, it's the different. Like, I can, no, it's, and it's in the poop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I don't want it. No, I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I don't want any part of it. It's a straight poop stew. Mm hmm. Well, Gabe, I uh, I got one more question for you. Oh yeah, uh, before we wrap things up, uh, what what's been the um, in in all of your worship experiences? Uh, what's been the just the, the craziest manifestation of 
the demonic or otherwise, the supernatural that you've seen in a worship service? Something that just kind of shook you to the bone. Mm, um, you know, besides I, being I, healed I, of cancer, yeah. which is pretty much <laughs> so after that, beat I, cancer. Yeah, I haven't seen many. There's only one demonic manifestation I can think of, and it was I was a teenager, and it was a pretty sure it was a witch, and she went running out of the sanctuary. Awesome. Which that's the appropriate response when the when the saints gather. I mean, mm -hmm. it should be like you know, fire and water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I've had plenty of people that have had, you know, there was a. Uh, I went to my home church in Florida. Um, when I talk about Pastor Allen, it's my home church here in North Carolina, uh, but not the church that I'm serving at. That's uh, his name is Pastor Corey, and he's awesome. Love serving under him, but. Um, Oh, I went to my home church to do a concert in Deland, Florida, and weird way how I found out. So there was a guy, he had a shoulder, and he came up to me at the restaurant. He's like, the Lord healed my shoulder. Um, and he showed me. He's like, I couldn't lift it. I had surgeries on it and everything. I was like, this is all I could do. And he went, and I have a picture of it in my phone of him putting his hand on, slapping his hand on the wall to praise God because he, you know, he, could, he could lift his, fully extend his arm. Praise the Lord. Some people could be like, ah, it's emotion. You know, okay. Well, maybe so. Well, he's given God the glory. For, you know, he's given God the glory for it. But there was this lady that I didn't know. She ends up in this prayer group with my mom. And she's like, are you Gabriel Bella? Are you related to Gabriel Bella? She's like, I'm his mother. She's like, I have to tell you a testimony. He came to minister at this church. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I, was, I was there for one of those services. My mom was there, you know, and she's like, well, the Lord healed me of depression. I've been dealing with depression. And I guess that's something the Lord has given me. You know, there's a woman that um, I was working at a Baptist church of all places, and she suffered from manic depression. My first Christian album is called Miracle. It was called Miracle because uh, when we found out my wife was pregnant with my daughter, you know, so, yeah, I forgot to end that story when I told the doctor that. So I figured, hopefully, yeah. hopefully you stuck through the whole two hours to get to that. But like, well, what happened? You know, that's you know they probably went to Instagram and be like, oh, uh, OK, there's them with the kid, I guess. And that's his. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I wrote this album, Miracle. And this woman with manic depression would she said when I play this, she actually came to me, asked me for another album. And she told me, she said, when I play your album, I don't have any, and I don't have to, I don't have any of these problems. Wow. It goes away. I should have prayed for her right then and there because that was a demon that she was wrestling with that obviously didn't, couldn't stand the music because, and see, once again, it, 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 to dovetail it back to, you know, what's, what's more, what's more important. Have I sold a hundred thousand records, copies of that record? No, but I know I gave, I gave that woman another copy of that CD, and yeah. every time she plays it, she doesn't suffer from manic depression. Yeah. And that woman that came, that was in that service where I ministered, and I had no idea what, what the Lord did, but the Lord did something. And, you know, depression, man, every, look at the drug commercials, man. They're everywhere. People's, you know, yep. trying to get rid of depression. Yep. Yeah. Who, who, who can fix that? Psychiatry can't fix that. Drugs can't fix mm -hmm. it. You know, that's something the Lord said that he would come and fix. He said, you know, I came to open the blinded eyes, to heal, the, you know, to bind up the brokenhearted. 
that sadness that that this this society is so enamored and, and filled with. I mean, hey, it ain't raising people from the dead, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So yeah, yeah she she shared Absolutely. that with my mother. My mother, she she called me. She's like, You I I have to talk to you right now. And and she told me that. And I was like, Okay, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 good enough. So that was that's actually the name of the song that I'm writing. I have to, I have to, I have to share. You know, it's like it's it's going to be called "Good Enough." You know, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's that that's what it's about. You know, but that's some of the. I mean, who knows? Who knows what other testimonies? I mean, I've prayed for people at secular concerts that I've that I've done with my Toto and Stevie and Jazz, you know, shows. I mean, I've been all over God's green earth. Uh, all over North America, Canada, the you know the the islands, and I've I share my testimony to every one of those shows. I I share the gospel, and I've had I've prayed with people with you know terminal cancer, stomach cancer, right there. You know sometimes fully dressed up like Stevie Wonder, right there signing CDs, and I'm like, <laughs> hold up, y'all, I need to pray for them. You know sometimes <laughs> I've told awesome. them, sometimes I've told people like, hey, I really want to pray for you, and but I, I need to do it kind of like the Lord did. Like I need to get away. We need to get away from these people. So let me finish signing these. You stay right there and I'm going to pray for you. And I've done it. I mean, you, I got guys in my band. They can, you know, they can, they'll testify to it. Well, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how awesome, Gabe rolls. Man. So that's cool. cool. Good. That's yes, what it's about. Never lose that man. Yeah. That's no, awesome. we got to take the fight. We got to take the fight to the enemy, man. He's taking the fight yeah. to us. He's taking yep. the fight to us every day. Yep. Every time we open the phone. Yeah. That that Christian pacifism and that Christian spiritual non-aggression principle is not going to be enough. It is absolutely not. And that was not how Jesus rolled. Mm-mm. You know? And so many stories in the Bible. Uh, so, you know, do like the big guy did. You know? Go after <laughs> yeah. the enemy. Wait. Deprive the enemy of That's the high it. ground. Yeah. That's it, man. We got we to gotta be those Spartans. We have to be those warriors. And that's why... I mean, that's why I'm excited about what you guys are doing, because this is coming, you know, it's bringing these things to light and not being afraid and telling, you know, hey, believer, you don't have to be afraid of this. You don't have to be afraid of Aleister Crowley that, you know, commune with demons. Does that surprise you? No. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You're having issues with these things. You declare the name of the Lord and rebuke them in the name of the Lord and they'll flee, which should give us confidence. I mean, that's what the Lord had. He's like, you know, why are you afraid? Why? You know, well, Lord, it kind of freaked me out seeing that in my, you know, hearing that in my ear and then seeing this on camera. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. These things are so afraid of you and so afraid of me. I'm like, yeah, that's the attitude, but we're conditioned to fear. Mm -hmm. That's why that's why he had to tell us. I've not given you a spirit of fear. I've given you love, power, and a sound mind first. And it's sequential. If you don't understand God's love, you're not going to understand the power nor, nor nor understand how to use it. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're definitely not going to have a right mind. So you yeah. got to have his love, then you get the power, and then your mind is right. And that's how you that's how you're a warrior. Yeah. That's how you're a warrior. Starts in that sequence. And the funny yeah. thing is before you get to that spirit of love, faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. The greatest of these is love, but the first is faith. Faith. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you will become an atheist if you do not maintain faith. As a Christian, if you try to intellectualize everything that's in the Bible, you will. It happened. Happened to me for five years. You know, that's how you become an atheist is you lose your ability to have faith. And what is faith is just saying, like, I don't understand that. I don't understand the story. That seems goofy. I choose. I make a conscious effort to believe it just because it's there or because God says it. 
I like in the right. complete in the complete Jewish translation of the Bible, it actually uh, substitutes faith for trust. Oh yeah, yeah. Without trust, yeah. it's impossible to please God. Yeah, that's that's that makes it a whole different thing. Trust, you know, does, hope yeah. and and love, you know. So I trust mm-hmm. exactly like you said. We have dis- we have archaeological discoveries. We have scientific discoveries. We have so much data to prove that that Bible has yet to be disproven. Yeah. Now you can find things to 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 contradict it, but at some point, exactly like you said, I don't understand this, but I have to trust you. Yeah, I have yeah. to I have to stand it in faith and without that faith it's impossible to please him without yeah. that faith you lose hope and without with no hope you have no love which is why it says yeah. in the last days they'll be lovers of themselves and the love of many will grow cold cold why yeah, yeah. because they have no hope why because they have no faith because they have no faith we have to and where does faith come from by hearing where does trust come by hearing and hearing by the word of God this is why we have to I mean I'm now I'm preaching you know this is why we have to have <laughs> His word, you know, written yeah. on our hearts, you know, yep. thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not it's sin not against thee. by osmosis. No, it's not. You have man. to dig it comes, into it. You got to read it. And when you pray, you got to pray it and you got to pray it out loud because it says faith comes by hearing. So you got to hear it, not just on Sunday morning. When you open that book, you got to say it. You got to speak. I don't I don't read the Bible quietly unless it's late at night. But on my, on my, in my afternoon, when I do my morning devotion, I'm doing a devotion that a friend of mine wrote up through Psalms. I read it out yeah. loud. I read it out loud. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's how does sound work? Yeah. yeah. Does sound work in silence? That's that's stupid. <laughs> there's no sound. There's no sound. Yeah. If I don't put the vibrations in into into the air, nothing mm-hmm. is created. Nothing is sent out. Nothing is put into the atmosphere. Yeah. That's like how sound is created. Prayers. That's how the vibrations happen. I didn't even talk about the whole tones with the solfeggio. We'll have to do that another day. I know. <laughs> Gabriel, the- Bello, this is how much we enjoyed having you. We're all tired. It's all late. Like We were tired before we even started, and we were like, you know, I think we're probably like maybe an hour, hour yeah. and a half, something like that. And here we are pushing. This is actually probably our longest. I think it's our record. I think this is a yeah. new record. Yeah. 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 This is well, how you much gotta, fun you got. You got to you got to cut out the intermission. So you know, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> that's right, I'll yeah. tie. Yo, if right. I can tie Derek Gilbert and uh, and Gary Wayne, I'll be like, <laughs> I ain't on their level, but hopefully there was enough interesting Dude, things so and, and, and and edifying things that believers can be encouraged. Absolutely. And, you know, well, I mean, we still we still want to have you back at some point to talk about um, what was it? Transdimensional qualities of music, and then mm-hmm. uh, and then we wanted to talk about UFOs and the Great Deception. Oh, so, okay. I'm telling you, okay. you want to talk about like you know, a, we'll do that one live. Of- yeah, because that's that's so the UFO is not in this book, but the trans the 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 new age thing I was talking about the mm-hmm. the studying in this book. Sound of feel. I'll give him. I'll give him just a just a little just a little just teasing. A okay. So these. Okay. Now, if you go on YouTube, you can put in uh, sound and geometric shapes. Mm-hmm. These are geometric shapes that they saw under microscope after saying words really they would put they would put salt sand crystals and speak words and Whoa. these would these these things would form and you, you wow. recognize that guy right over there that's tesla uh, uh-huh. nikola tesla nikki tesla and you know what you know what quote they got over there you know Oh, actually, this this wasn't the one about 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 vibration. This says, "If you only knew the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, then you would have the key to the universe." 
Wow. But yeah, and and those those are the sol solfeggio tones. Oh yeah. So those are the solfeggio tones, but they have similar things happen when you speak certain words, and that's by a, a Japanese physicist that that made that discovery. So yeah, that'll definitely be because that's a whole other that's another yeah. hour at least. Yeah. Yeah, we'll okay. get real weird with it. This will yeah. be fun. I want to read that book first. I want to read that book. Yeah, me too. And then come back and talk about that. Yeah, yeah. the power of music, man, will. Whew, the power of music and the sound of healing. The sound of he healing is a quick read. You know, I mean, you can see there's, you know, it's 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 really. Yeah. And Rihanna really, really loved the back part because he, he explains what the solfeggio tones are. He goes a little bit into the history and actually explains how to use them. It's cra crazy. If you tune an instrument, guitar, keyboard, to 444, which is the key of David. Amazing story how he made that discovery. You can actually play five, four or five of the six or seven solfeggio tones. Oh, wow. Which are, the, which are the healing frequencies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this is not new age. This is like scientific, like the scientists are discovering yeah. like, oh, we can wait. This, this, this works. Science is caught up with the Bible. Interesting. Once again. Once again, the theologians wow. were sitting there at the top. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's crazy because like he he some like he uh, speculates that that David's instrument was tuned to 444, yeah. which is why when he played, the demons would flee from Saul. Not only Makes because sense. he was anointed, but there was a physical side. There was a physical application to what he was doing. Interesting. Dude. Yeah. So that's a little beak wetter for the uh, for the for the, for the right. folks out oh, here. Man. Gabriel Bello, where can people find you? GabrielBelloMusic.com at GabrielBelloMusic on YouTube at GabrielBelloMusic on Instagram at GabrielBelloMusic on TikTok. Yes, I'm on the I'm out there with the godless heathens <laughs> on TikTok trying to take back down for the for yep. the kingdom. And YouTube is uh, Facebook is the only one that's different. It's Gabriel Bello Worldwide. So Worldwide. that's the only one that's different. So I've got a, a decent following there. Um and yeah, but I'm I'm not hard to find. You can Google me, I'm on Wikipedia. So you guys on Wikipedia page? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm I out think there. And Steve and Pressfield are probably the only ones that have their own Wikipedia page. <laughs> Derek so Gilbert and awesome. Gary Wayne don't. I I don't know. Derek Gilbert that. probably does. Uh, Gary Wayne does not. Actually. Gary Wayne. Well, does hopefully not, not because we don't want the world to find out who they are. I right. know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want secrets. them disappearing. You know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we covet them. You know, they're yeah. our precious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Gabriel Bello, uh, masterful musician, accomplished singer, um, spiritual warrior, cancer survivor through the grace of the Lord, uh, friend of Nick's, friend of mine. You are awesome. We can't yeah. wait to have you back, man. Uh, we got to stay in touch and keep this keep this figured out. So we I mean, we might end up having to like we could probably figure out some live dates in December. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up doing this again at some point. Hey, you know, I can set it up where I can do a live performance. So, you know, we can do something for the holidays, whether you Dude, celebrate Hanukkah awesome. or Christmas. So, yeah. 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 That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk about that. <laughs> put, put, put us on. a So, Nick, just just put Jonathan on a group text with us so that when I okay. see things like, oh, like yeah. that, like the thing from the Pope that we were talking about beforehand with the Aztec yeah. alien thing on the Aztec. Pope's. Yeah. 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 You know, we'll on, do on the thing on his robe. So I can be like, hey, guys, have you seen this yet? Because I'm sure like that's at least twice a week. About, hey, <laughs> you seen this? No, I haven't seen this. But have you seen this? <coughs> did, you, did you see this? Yeah. I well, saw this dude. 30 years ago in a movie. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Gabe, you're the best, man. This awesome. has been so much fun. Thank you. Many blessings. Hey, let's let, let's pray for everybody before we go. Yeah, Absolutely. Please, please. Go for it. 
All right, I'll start and y'all y'all end it. All right. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would just bless everyone that hears this, that chains would be broken, that faith would be increased, that they would walk in the spirit of your power and love and a sound mind, that, that this would inspire believers to dig into your word, and this would inspire unbelievers, Lord, to seek you and find you, Lord. Holy Spirit, draw your, these souls into your kingdom, for we know these are these last days, Lord. Let us shine our light and be salt into this earth. Bless Nick, bless Jonathan, bless, bless their families, bless their children, bless their, their spouses. Watch over them, protect them, Lord, as they walk into these dark places, shining a light. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray, amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you that uh, Gabe joined us today. Thank you for edifying everyone who's uh, watching this or going to be watching this, God. Thank you that your truth came through. Uh, thank you for touching lives. Thank you for Gabe's ministry. And we ask your continued blessing on that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, thank Amen. you for Gabriel Bello. Thank you for Nick. Thank you for everyone who is able to watch this. Thank you for your healing mercies and what you have bestowed upon Gabe and the new life that you have given him, Lord. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to share with him in this time and all the beautiful things that you have revealed through him. And we ask you, Lord, that you continue to work through Gabe and that we have an opportunity to speak with him again at some point. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, brother. We love you, man. man. We'll see you later. Have a good night. You too. Enjoyed it too, bud. See ya. Same here. Bye. Awesome. Gabriel Bello. Gabe Bello. Great dude. Oh, man. Awesome. I don't know how I'm going to fall asleep. As tired as I am, I should. <laughs> but I'm all I'm all amped up now. Yeah. I'm all amped up. <clears throat> Do we need uh let's see. We got a little bit of back of house stuff, right? Yeah. Let's mention a couple things real quick before we go. Uh, first of all, shout out to our patrons. Yeah. Jay Reese, Shannon, Adam, and... Roseanne, Mike, Roseanne, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope it was a blessing to you. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not a patron, you should definitely think about becoming a patron. Go over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the goslings. $5 to get exclusive content discounts on merch. You can get free books. You, you know, we get to do a monthly Discord chat. Yeah. Join the community. Yeah. Conservative believers that are putting, you know, we're, 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 Bringing all the stuff to light that we've we're been talking climbing about. Climbing the hill. Yeah, we're climbing the hill. Fighting our sure, way up the hill. For sure. But this is yeah. a place for uh, uh, people who uh, want to just, they just want to know that they're not alone. They're looking for truth. And um, they want a, a community of people that they can talk about these things with safely. Yeah. So am I going to call it a safe space? <laughs> I'm not woke. You're my but, safe uh, space. Safe space. But in a way, it is. Um, we have full control over who comes in and yeah uh, and who must who must go and who must leave so it's a it's a good group and i'm sure a lot of them are going to be on the chat um but uh you should five bucks yeah it's the price of a cup of coffee it'll help us make the show better get more guests yeah and um yeah that's it please do that and also you can get t-shirts of course t-shirts they're super comfortable You'll love them. We got a lot of different. Uh, I think Shannon is the first one to ever buy one. I think so. Yeah. And she'll be sporting yeah. it, I think, next week nice. for, the, for the interview. Yeah. So that'll be next week. And all the money for that also goes towards the show. You know, we're we're angling, as we've said before, we're angling to have enough money to be able to pay uh, a producer or engineer or someone here to help run the back of house. Yeah. Stuff so that yeah. Nick can focus more on just the interview itself. Yep. So absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think that's it, man. 
Yeah, I think so as well. Um, I'm Jonathan. I'm Nick. And we're the Goslings. And go forth. Strike down the darkness. Well, that's it for this episode, guys. We would love it if you tell your friends about the show. Maybe leave us a good review. And also consider becoming an honorary Gosling. An official exclusive membership to the Gosling gets you exclusive access to interviews and conversations that we can't have on YouTube. Plus, you'll get free digital downloads of some of our books and excerpts and writing. Uh, also, and check this out, you get to participate in a live monthly Discord chat with us. Uh, we do this once a month now. Um, all this plus more if you join our community on Patreon for just $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. $5 a month, it's a cup of coffee. So go to patreon.com forward slash the Goslings and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Now go forth and strike down the darkness.